Welcome back to Super Tuesday Greek. This is your host, Chris Deepom and Ro, and we are here to talk the penultimate episode of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. No, uh, wrong. I know, Captain wrong. America and Bucky. I know. That wrong. was no, that was my finale. Well, well, that, I don't need to see John Walker's ass beat twice. Well, so I, I think so. I did want to start off with that is the fact that I love that right before this came out early in the week, Marvel did the same thing they did with um, WandaVision. They gave us like, well, the mid not really mid season, but they gave you like, the trailer for the final two episodes. And what I noticed when I watched it was like, huh, there's no, there's no really images of Sam, right? You had the one with the, that they made it seem like it was the. The the we're gonna be the finale, which is the confrontation between Bucky and and S- Bucky Sam and and John, with basically J- Sam uh, John saying you don't want to do this, and, and Bucky basically going like, yeah, nigga, we want all the smoke, right? No, but and, Bucky basically class was like, we've been dying to <laughs> yes, yes, and I love the fact that the trailer and I lo- again, there's nobody who cuts better trailers in Marvel because their trailers get you excited for their stuff, but then don't. Like anytime anybody complains, oh, I saw too much in the Marvel trailer. I'm like, no, you didn't. You saw what they wanted you to see. The, the last time they did it, Iron Man three. Right, right. Uh-huh. You know, and they learned their and lesson. After that, you're lying. Yeah. After that, they were like, we're not going to. So, what you think is going to be the final confrontation literally happens in the first five ten minutes of the of of, of episode five. You know, because and, they love us. It's right. because they. Love and from us. A street, but you're right, Chris. From a sheer structural standpoint, like I almost applauded. I almost thought I was like that was just. Bravo! Right, bravo! No, mm-hmm. because because now you can now with that out of the way, you not only do that and raise attention now in the last episode, but then you give the rest of this episode a chance to do some things we needed to do to get prepared for Sam wanting to really pick up the shield, you know, and, and carry that legacy on. Right, him going and talking to, you know, Isaiah, him. Going back home to talk to Sarah, you know, getting these moments that we needed to get that I was, I'm not gonna lie. At one point I was like, well, I guess we're going to get that at the end of, you know, see uh, episode six. We're going to kind of, you know, come back and, and revisit some of these things. I'm like, nope, we're going to take care of all, all that right now. So that when we get into episode we six, party. we can, we can jump right in. We're going to, we're going to say we can party. Look, yes. the fight's already started. Like, that, like that's the thing. The end of the episode, it's not like, oh, we're going to get to the fight. Nah, nigga. The lights are on. They've taken over that room. The fight has begun. I am so excited for next week. I love Happy Depop, Chris. I really do. <laughs> so good. But no, I was just right. trying to clarify that I heard you say the words, oh. the party started. My bad. That's all, Chris. I was just like, you know, finish your oh. thing. I was just like, I just making sure. I heard that. So, right. yo, yo, guys, guys, Chris, you're right. Thematically, they did a wonderful job of addressing the larger points of Sam's acceptance and need to hold the shield and represent Captain America for more than it used to be. And we're, we're all right that the first five minutes putting that fight there made it seem like a penultimate. You just threw it in there to you. Delicious. The fight has started. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the thing for me about this episode is it. I, I do agree with you. I thought we were going to get more of the introspection and the processing and they would hang that out to us and we get it in the end. I was happy to see it here because I have been low key complaining about not seeing more of it along the way. Just, you know, as a part of I think they were a little too subtle with some of that part of the storyline just because we're dealing with um, a lot of Americans and well scalpels. We need to we need sledgehammers. But I, I, I also I also liked the way they they really kind of honored the fact that episode four uh, was 
really where all of the threads came together and you started seeing people line up and, you know, and you get more, you know, Zemo is right more moments versus, and I just like, I don't like, I don't need anybody making that agent of chaos seem like he's any kind of reasonable. But I, I, <laughs> I mean, even as y'all like to say, even my villain agendas have limits. You got to die. But uh, I think, I think the other thing about this is where you were saying people think that they've seen everything in the trailers. I think that speaks to the way that sometimes people watch these shows and um, how they cherry pick the narratives. I mean, like that, that, that last trailer felt really like they went online and, and they kind of put a pin in each of the things that people had massively commented on. And I did have one friend who complained saying, oh, they just went back through and made the same show seem like it moved at a much faster pace and had higher action because they pulled all the more high octane moments. And they did, but they're supposed to because those what are not... What do they think trailers are? Yeah, I was like... uh. <laughs> It's marketing, bro. What do you what? But I thought it was really nice the way they still left air in the the final wrap up. And like you said, I walked away with the question. We didn't see Sam. Mm-hmm. We saw his oh. face like, like Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I made a I, and, I made and, a and if and now not only is the shield Wakanda, but so is the suit. It's a I, so, so, and, that, and that's what I want to bring up. I want I, I, there, there's a couple things, right? What they've done here with with Sam coming to the realization of of him picking up the mantle of, of Captain America, right? Is one, it's the the pushing factor wasn't Steve, right? It wasn't Steve handing him the shield and saying, "Hey, you pick up after me and go forth." It's really after the conversation he had with Isaiah, right? And him mm-hmm. understanding that the the uh, when he when he says that line, the legacy of that shield is complicated. It's not just because of Steve. It's because of what and, and them going into details about what happened to Isaiah afterwards. Right. That's where he's like that 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 legacy is complicated. So that's one right. of the motivating factors. And like you said, the other motive thing thing here is the shield itself is Wakandan, and now the suit will be as well. So. Like that is just there. There's there's just a couple of other things in here that kind of are 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 coming together that really kind of and and not only that but also the fact that throughout this entire time and we mentioned it before we're not going to rehash the the whole Carly thing but again Sam also is saying hey there's a reason why these things are happening there are people being forgotten there are people that, that shield uh is being represented as there was um. I, one of the things I, I love is is people starting pulling things together and, and contrasting John and Steve, but then also when you throw in Sam in here, it's the same. So if there's a, a latest meme I saw was when somebody's comparing all the t- times that Steve introduced himself. It's like, hi, I'm Steve Rogers. Hi, I'm Steve Rogers. You know, when he says uh, to Groot, he's like, I am Steve Rogers, right? It's like, you know, that all that stuff here, right? Meanwhile, yeah. John is always John, Captain America. John Walker, Captain America. I am Captain America, right? I'm like, did Steve, outside of like maybe like early on when he was reading the script, did he ever call himself Captain America? It's like even no. when he was reading the it's, script, he barely did. Right, Chris, <laughs> Chris, you've got to understand. It's also something that was criticized in the Avengers movies that they weren't using codenames in the field. Right, and this, but, but this for me, this is what you're talking about. This is why it's different. This is why it's important because it humanizes the icon. Well, it's yes, yeah. the symbol matters less than the man. Well, and, but then and, and then you then you take that and then look at what happened in the first episode with with, with Sam, right? When Sam shows up to get that 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 loan, 
right? And even when he says, oh, no, no, I can do it. I can work. You know, I'm, I'm going to help Sarah. We're going to go and get this loan. He could have come in and be like, hi, Sam Wilson Falcon, right? I'm the Falcon, work with the Avengers. Could have come in. He didn't do that, right? He came in thinking that, you know, he had the plan. Their plan's going to be what I have a job. He came in as like a regular dude, a regular black man trying to get a loan, not trying to lean on that. And there's a couple of times when people go, oh, you're Falcon, right? And he's not leading with that. Meanwhile, John Walker, that's all he can lean on, right? Because that's all he can, well, that's all he's looking at. Got. Yeah, that's all well, he's I got. Well, I think it always comes, it also, I think that also comes down to something that we don't generally talk about in real life that I have always really enjoyed that has found its way into Falcon comics when they've had this story, you know, the moment I wish it was made by Wakanda, that would make me feel more comfortable. Uh, but when you have these moments and you have real life, when you talk about that, in reality, a lot of people have reduced themselves to their resume. And that's how they, like, um, I know this person doesn't listen to the show, so I am going to use them as an example. I have a former friend who one of the first five things that you learned about them was, I'm an engineer. It's, it was almost like that had <laughs> replaced their middle name. And a lot of it had to do with um, trying to put people at ease, trying to let them know that I'm, I deserve your, I, I, I already did the work to, in order for you to have to respect me just coming in the door. A lot of people lead with that resume thing. Now, I also think it speaks to a deep insecurity and inferiority complex, but it's also a way that particularly Americans who have some type of achievement behind them, that that becomes a thing that they latch onto. They, that it's a way they're indulged and hyped up. You know, no one talked about who John Walker was when they said why he was fit to be Captain America. They talked about what he did and who the military decided that he was. So, you know, he really felt like he'd already done the work to adapt and overcome and to achieve and he had medals and now he's put on this suit and he stepped in this role and this is what you owe him this is the, and i and and it's and i think it was a combination of that whole hyper entitlement thing but it's also a way that we really overindulge people here about leading with your work and like my work is who i am and you smack them in the face with that and and yeah i mean still Steve Rogers didn't have to do that he was a whole ass Man, he like even well, at Frozen. He basically well, had a better it's, sensibility and logic than John Walker did. Well, it's the it's, 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 it's a line he hits with he hits he hits Red uh, Red Skull with when he's I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, right? It's like is that mm -hmm. as it's, it's who like you said it's who he is. He did these things, and then and then to go on this and, and no, deep, I don't let you go. But like you juxtapose this with also with what Bucky's going through, right? Bucky's trying so hard not to have himself defined by what people think he is, right? What he was, right? Being the Winter Soldier. He doesn't want that anymore. So you have these right. two men. You have one man who's fighting to not be defined by that. You have one man in Sam who's just trying to be himself and be the best man he can possibly be. Maybe even taking on too much to try to save everybody and himself and the world at the same time. And you got John Walker who's just like trying to convince the entire world he's something that he's honestly not because he has a title for it. You know? Those are the yeah. things that this show has been doing, and I think it's been in five episodes. <laughs> only five episodes. Well, I think. I think. I think in third for a thirty thousand foot view, kind of looking at how Marvel tells its stories, both in print and on film. The beauty of what they've shown in Sam, Bucky, and in Steve—they're defining what a hero is without hitting you over the head with it. Right. They're showing you the difference. I think they're also doing a really good job of talking about the military-industrial complex without right. actually <laughs> what. 
No, I was, uh, uh, um, yeah, I guess because you're right. Like that, that's the, like the very first scene we see Sam in is he's working for the military again. Yeah. I mean, but also in the sense that, um, Steve Rogers at the end of his time as Captain America was no longer directly and associated with being the military industrial complex. But let's be real. That's who Captain America started out as. He was their sledgehammer. He was their image. He was their propaganda. He was, he was selling war guy. bonds. He was literally selling war bonds. He was yeah, selling <laughs> war bonds and stamps and convincing people that, you know, and then you get in and a lot of people like to pay around like they put Roddy in a suit and painted him up in the flag but it wasn't about the man in the suit. It was about the fact that it was about the, the, you know, iron Patriot and he dropped that really fast and how that turned out. And you have this idea of representing America and being an arm of its military and representing America and being the, 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 the four looking front of the might and the, the bully and the sledgehammer. And the fact that we are more than happy to say things like, I mean, it's not like we don't have the, the troops in place. We can just move them. And so I thought it, that I thought that was just like a really subtle commentary. And then you get in here, you start talking about how they're dealing with veterans. And it circles back around to how we met Sam after he had retired from the Air Force. He was working with the VA. Um, and you circle back to that moment to where you come to the really horrible realization that John Walker had PTSD and his ass should have never been in that suit. He didn't process any of the stuff that he had done while he was in country. All they did was throw medals at him, which is what the military likes to do, but he was still active. So he's not out here admitting that he needs to go be sitting on somebody's couch the same way Bucky is. And, and I, and I really feel like that played into a really big part for how I felt this episode started. Like this whole ass overindulged white man, is in the middle of a fight while he is actively trying to rip a super soldier's arm off, screaming, why are you making me do this? <laughs> and I was like, maybe we shouldn't have dropped this episode this Friday after this week we've had in the real world. Because, you know, that hit on many levels. And it's like, and I think it speaks back to the conversation that he was having with Lamar. And I think it speaks back to what both you and, uh, Deepom said when you were talking about what Lamar represented in his life and the role he played in his life. And I was like, oh, he was your whole ass conscience. And can, he's dead in the room over there. And can we talk about how right. I guess it was Lamar Sisser or whoever it was? It, it wasn't feeling John because the look she was giving him yeah. during that time. <laughs> Lamar's family, my mom and dad might have might have believed him, but that 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 sister was not believing any of that shit. It was giving John the look out of like all right, white boy. I, I right. told Joy her face was the living embodiment of I know you fucking lying. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What are we doing? Okay. All right. But, yeah. I, I mean, I also think it... Buddy. What I was trying to say was, like, it was about... Even, yes, that that's an undercurrent that's going through all of it, but I think that particularly this episode was focusing on what made the Captain America... What makes Steve, what makes Sam, what makes Bucky hero juxtapose all that? And that's because you're able to see, like you said, the introduction of Sam every time. It's always Sam in front of Steve instead of saying, I'm the Falcon. But it's also the striving to do better and to improve. When Bucky wakes up and sees those kids playing with that shield, mm -hmm. the shield is representing something. But the ideals, the hero, it can't it can represent. That's 
that's what I thought was really impressive with even Sam listening to what Isaiah said and coming out and saying, okay, I've got to make my own decision now. I like that he had the wisdom to tell Bucky before he left. And so when we get Bucky and Zemo at the the memorial, we get the exact replication of the scene from Civil War where Black Panther drops the bullets. And just as I I thought that that was a really important scene when you especially look back because that was at the time T'Challa saying, the living's not done with you, Zemo. I think for this, this was Bucky saying, I'm not done with living. Like it was, it was such a positive move for that character. And it was, the fact that it was spurned by Sam further puts him in the light to where when they put the suit on, it's going to matter. Like them not showing us him in the suit has mattered so much mm-hmm. because putting the, putting the emotional growth and the don't floor with my sister growth, which is very funny, in this episode before the suit goes on means that moment's going to hit so much more. Right. I agree. I also think that it had a bigger impact. I do wish he had gotten Bucky's ass a little bit more when he said, you know, Stephen, I didn't really think about what it'd be for a black man to be in the suit. I was like, oh, you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. I felt like just because, you know, that's a moment. We should have taken it. But I also want like, to speak to some of the more hat tip moments that have been here. It's like, if you even talk to the beginning, it's like between when Bucky was fighting Steve, when he was still the Winter Soldier, and Steve is like, don't make me do this. You've got that moment in there. And you remember you refer back to the point to where they had him do the whole superhero drop on top of that car. <laughs> but now you've got these other things with these other characters. I agree with you what it means with Bucky. Uh, but I also think it has to do with him finally starting to realize that the Winter Soldier doesn't have to, quote, die in order for him to be Bucky. Like he has to start. But I think, but I think, I think it's also part of the acceptance that the Winter Soldier maybe is dead. Because if you watch those first appearances of him when he's brainwashed, he always leads left. It's always the arm first. And even yeah. the moment in the boat when he says, I, I'm right handed. Yeah. It's such a small yeah. thing. But, but that's what I mean. That's what yeah. I think it's great. I think that those things are great that you're actually getting to the point to where he is kind of reintegrating himself because he's used a lot of the disassociative nature of what happened to him to put a list together of what falls under Winter Soldier and what falls under Bucky. And I think he's reached a point to, like you said, he's, you know, he's not automatically thinking from that point of view. He is thinking like himself. And, uh, and I thought it was nice, very nice of Sam, the counselor, to show back up and remind him that he really has to do the work. And it's not as simple as, you know, going out here, making a list and crossing off names. Um, pick one and do something real. I, I appreciated all of those moments. And, I, and, and again, you know, I'm never, I'm never mad about a good exercise montage moment. So <laughs> I cheered for the montage I, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. a montage. Just love a montage. You yeah. kind of well, have to. Well, I love one one uh I love a montage. Also, just reminding yourself that 
Hey, it might be a frisbee, but that frisbee's fucking dangerous, man. <laughs> like, like he's he totally gonna catch, catch his arm off. Yeah, and they were well, just playing and, catch and talk, and I was like, but, "Does somebody pay more attention to the shield?" Well, so but there's a couple things, right? One, I appreciated. The, there's two times they did it, right? The first time when Bucky and Sam are having the conversation, and they're both just casually tossing the shield that's around. What, that's what I was worried. So yeah. that, I was actually not worried about that time because it was like they were very. It, it was fine because you're you're throwing it just kind of like you know it's it's the simple part. The montage for me, though, and again, this goes to, I love bringing, I love, uh, look, I love my unnecessary flips. You guys remember Roy Harper from Roy Harper. Era. I love, I love, the, I love the unnecessary flips. However, here, I want to remind people, this wasn't a Roy Harper thing. The reason why Sam has to do all those arrows and flips is because Sam's going to be flying. And this is one of the aspects mm-hmm. of when Brubaker was writing this before it's Nick Spencer, he, pu- he brought that point up that, you know, it was the first time you see Sam throw the shield and, he, and he's off by like, you know, a couple of millimeters. And, you know, he gets a joke. There's a joke about it, but he's like, I'm also flying. It's a different angle. I got to hit the right angle when I'm flying. He did the same thing when um, mm-hmm. Steve does it during, uh, secret, uh, during the whole Hydra Steve thing. Steve pushes yeah. him off his game a couple of millimeters and somebody dies because of it. So, like, I like the fact that he it kind of... He has to be a different Captain America. Right. He has to be... So, so I appreciated that fact. Where, again, there's all these subtle things that they're doing here that... You might not you might not recognize, but they're there, mm-hmm. and I really really appreciate that because it's like again we watched a training montage. You're like, oh, good training montage. He's being really he's doing, he's doing all these flips. He's doing all these aerials. He's over here being all right, cool. I got it. It's fine, whatever. But you start thinking about it, it's like, well, yeah, this motherfucker might be upside down, and he has to catch the shield. So he actually needs to do that. <laughs> he's right. Yeah. No. Go ahead. It's the same thing making kind of the subtext to text like that we got in this episode, like a lot of the subtle undercurrents that have been going through. This- season came to a head and came very vocal like Roe mentioned earlier and so I it's shaping up for a fantastic finale and that's before we get to the uh, arrival of I guess royalty Madam Hydra stop it no we got Contessa let's just let's do a Contessa for right we now just, we, just, we just don't go. know what she's gonna be because Chris okay. you know what exists in this universe Leviathan exists in this universe, Chris. Oh, mm. shit. That's a point. That's yeah. a good point. So everybody relax. Yeah, true. Like giving out names. True, true. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah, true. True. Leviathan does exist. So we can do that. So you're fine. I'm fine with it. I, I, I um, need you so much right now. <laughs> no, I appreciate relaxed. it. Well, they they mentioned I, that they mentioned they were relaxed till about they, two minutes ago. They mentioned <laughs> there, they they mentioned there was gonna be um and here's the thing: we are going. We are going to Russia for. Um, we are going to Russia for, for, um, Black, for Black Widow. So there's that. So yeah, yeah just yeah, so we can bring all this stuff together. Um, but like yeah. they I mentioned, they were bringing it. Like a, the actress who showed up doing that lovely little um, bit. But I think this might be a, a glorious fit for Contessa. Oh yeah, I don't know. I I think this is. Um, they said they were going to be. They're introducing a major character, and I was like, oh, I wonder who they're going to be. You know, everybody. Mm, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Mephisto. It's gonna be, uh, you know, Reed Richards. It's like Eli's Mephisto, right? And we decided to go back with Contessa Defontaine, and I'm like, like oh, it. and I'm like, okay, all right, well, this is what we doing, all right. I like it, and she's telling John, it's like, keep my number, make sure you, you make, I love, again, I love the entire scene, it's like, you know, you made, you made, you made two good choices, well, one tied with this lovely creature over here that you married, and I'm just like, oh, laying it in thick, laying it in thick, 
picking up the phone when I call. I, there, it just everything about how that scene went and how subtle it was and how easy it was to miss everything that was happening in there. I just feel like it was just not nah, a perfect chef kiss. Well, well, and I'm not I'm not kidding when I say I usually am slightly resentful of that particular actress being cast in things, but I really feel like their particular brand of snide and self-deprecation and snark is pretty perfect to go in multiple different directions for however or whomever they decide to make contestant. Well, well, and I think that's the thing, right? I think that's the thing about Marvel when they sometimes cast on my, like, like Juliet, like you're, they can either go and lean into what the, what that actor or actress has always done before, or they can do something different with them. And I feel like we're getting a little bit something different that almost feels like perfect for this character. And I'm like, you know what? They're gonna do whatever they want, and it's gonna work. No, no, like, no, no, the, no, 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 no. You're right. You're, you're, no, you're right. You're right. But I'm like, when I, again, if you had asked me to to cast this character, I wouldn't have gone this route. But now that they have, I'm like, you know what though? <sighs> actually, fucking works, and it's actually yeah. can be fr- pretty fucking frightening depending on where they go with this. Um, I love it, you know. And and on top of that, again, my one and only time I'm really going down the villain agenda route. I will say here. He's wrong. I'm saying this up front. He is wrong. I do not agree with this dude overall. But uh, John has John made some points when he was, you know, going back at the uh, the people uh, that were unbelievable. Him. I knew just, we'd be here. I'm I just, did not know it would come from you. Wait, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I, I, I make, I'm just, oh no! I'm sorry. I'm a military brat. If you thought I was gonna be okay without he got up there and a walked out of there without being in Leavenworth in cuffs and finally getting rid of that damn uh, inappropriate haircut, but b you, I, just what you make? No, just Chris. You no, 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 no. Uh, you're. I agree with everything you say. Uh, the fact that no, no, the white, the whiteness of him not being in cuffs and being like, I, I wish he had come out with point blank and just said, "Motherfucker, if you weren't white, man, we could put you under the fucking jail right now." And again, also the fact that he also he also got powers. It's like, motherfucker, you should be under the jail. But I that. will no. Mm, Sam didn't tell him. You really what, think what, they don't know? Can you say that? I know um, you took the True. Valid. True. They, but, that means really, they don't. But what I but I'm what I meant by that was what I was what I, my point here was that he's not wrong in that they made him. This goes back to what we were saying before, right? You put this man that you should have known everything about. You didn't you were so quick to try to replace Steve Rogers and put somebody else in that suit that you told him and gave him the authority to do this shit. And then when it made you look bad, you just, I mean, again, it's the constant that what we see happen all the time. Now, I think that they made the mistake on, um, you can't do to John what you do to everybody else because this motherfucker is more unstable than you realize and also has some powers and it's going to make you look even worse now. I think that's where they really, really messed up. But that's where my point is coming in. It's like, no, no, they did make this dude. And as soon as they couldn't use him anymore, they tossed him aside. And now he's going to be somebody else's problem. A lot more people's fucking problems. It's going to be a big, big issue. So that's what I meant by that. Um, so I still didn't go down the road. That road goes with most of her villain agendas here. I'm still the good one here. I still am. Excuse? Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I have not listen, um, I, I it has been it has been it has been it has been seven episodes into Flash no, and I have not no, tried no, to listen, kill Iris it's once. A conversation between friends. You can say whatever you I, want. I, 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 have go, I have gone through this entire season of the uh, of the Flash yet and I have not tried to kill Iris once. I want kudos. I'm sorry. I'm a good um, one. I asked where the baby <laughs> is. You, 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 you always try to, to Let's not do this, Chris. <laughs> 
you will not win. Wait, I have wait, receipts. You, you, uh, you, wait, wait, you produced the receipts. You you brought the baby this time. We haven't had an episode. And then you yet. killed it. I just asked. I didn't kill it. Come on, guys. Really, gentlemen? Jeez. Really? We're here again. <sighs> it just happened like an hour ago. We just finished recording. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I forgot y'all were dip flash in front of this. Um, Chris, I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying. I just don't feel as though that needs to be funneled through the John Walker character. Um, oh, no, no, no. Completely, no, completely no, wrong message. No, no, what's funneled through John Walker is, yes, maybe it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Doesn't give you responsibility to well, do this. Like, well, sorry. But, it, but see, that, wait a minute, but wait a minute. What I'm saying is, I think, I think, I think the state that John Walker finds himself in when he is standing in front of that panel is absolutely 100% across the Ford's fault. So for me, I don't think it comes down to just a matter of you made me this way, or this is how you made me or, or, you know, I need to be, you need to let me be heard and all this type of other shit. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's some basic flaws. It's like, you can, you can fix or you can slap over a problem, but they haven't really done like, look, I mean, let's be, be real. The military stole the shield. They don't own it. They knew exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to have that symbol. They Contessa, wanted to Contessa cover somebody in their authority. Contessa said that. She was like, uh, the um, the actual ownership of the shield is up for debate, right? Because it's like, you're right. It, is it technically U.S.? God thought property? about John Walker too much. I was I only thought about John Walker this episode. I love watching him get his arm broke. No, 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 no. It's not about thinking about John Walker. It was about thinking about the world that they built and this part of it in and how much I enjoyed all the different aspects. And I don't think that you can have a world where you're dealing with soldiers because John is not the only soldier that's been done dirty by the military industrial complex as created in the MCU. Bucky was done dirty. They stopped looking for him. Isaiah, everybody who was a part of that. Bucky was, we thought Bucky was dead. Okay, but how many times have you gotten into a situation where the military is told even their cohorts and their people in the field with them, they're dead, move on, and it's not freaking true. So I think this spoke more to the way we go about approaching who owns what with respect to what we do? Yeah, I think John owns every damn thing he did in the field. He took the cover of authority they gave him and then he ran with it. He ran with it in a way that reveals the kind of choice maker that he is. Agree. Yeah, and, I, I, again, I think it's very, I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying here is, is the same. The reason why I bring it up is because I feel like it's the same it, you have to juxtapose it also with, with, with Carly and why she's doing what she's doing, right? Do they, Huh? What? I said, do I? Well, yeah, because okay. at the end of the day, while the individual themselves need to, be bear, need to bear responsibility for the choices they make, you know, again, Carly and the choices she's made you know, are, are, are her own and are causing that. But Except for, for one hold thing. On, hold on, hold on, hold okay. on. Okay. Okay. But the people, the reason why they're in those situations are because of, and I'm using this term here, I'm not meaning this, the power brokers that are involved, right? The same person that's sitting there across there and, and telling John we're stripping you of your titles, I'm like, but you also enable this person here. You should not, you should not have ever, able, you should never have even given this person here that power. That doesn't excuse that person, that doesn't excuse that person's 
uh, choices and what they did here. You should never put them in the place. Same thing on the other side here. You have all these people at the end where we know why Carly's doing what she's doing, right? You have a bunch of people here who who are making decisions that are going to affect other people. We're going to wrap up all these uh, these these uh, refugees and bring the military in and do this stuff and take them out of where they need to go. It's like they have they they also have some responsibility on what's coming because of that. That's my point here. Is that okay? You but have there's one fundamental difference. I will say that there is one fundamental difference. Mm-hmm. Carly didn't choose to be military. No, no, you're right. No, 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 you're absolutely right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making a, I'm not making a comparison between how they, there's very, there's, there's a huge difference between John and Carly. Absolutely. And why they're doing certain things they're doing. Right. I'm saying that there's a, there is a group of people in power above them or who are making decisions here that are trying to wipe their hands of it. Like when you get to the end, when you get to the end and you have that one person going like, why are we even doing this? Why are we even having a fake vote? We know how we're going to go over. We're going to do this anyway. Let's stop trying to pretend and let's just do it. Right. And I'm like, well, that that dude is an asshole, but he's also right. He's not, he's trying to cut through the bullshit that they're going to do here. He knew that you were going to, instead of going down this line, he knew what they were going to do. And they're going to be the same people that are going to sit there and try to hold their hands up and go, I don't know how we got to this point. Well, yeah, you do. You, but you guys have done this. But how else are you supposed to claim that it's bipartisanism if you don't put everybody no, in right. the room exactly. and at least do a faux vote uh, right. and then say, look who wouldn't work with us and we were forced to call in the military. And that's what I'm saying. And so that, and that, and that, and that conversation, it. And, and, so one, one thing, that's the same thing they did with John, right? Again, John deserved it, needed to go, stuff like that, but he also should have been in jail. So what they did here was even even when they finally decided to do the right thing, they still were trying to save face by not putting him in jail, by not do, by not doing what well, they no, needed they to do. No, they didn't put him in jail because to put him in jail isn't even just about him and saving face. It was about it, it's it's about authority. It's about power. If they say that what he did was of such a nature that he needs to be criminal, then that means the U.S. It needs to be that, a right. criminal in exactly. this matter, and that's, so, my, and that's my point. And, yeah. and that's what that, that's where I'm trying to get at with that, right? Okay. It's like okay. that, that's that's where I'm trying to I get. I don't not, consider this to be a villain agenda. No, for John Walker. I, I, right. I, that, I, I, I put I put the okay. I put the, I I put the no no no. You. I put the villain agenda in front of there because I feel like anytime I bring these things up, even coming down to the point of there's a point here, people assume that no no no. Fuck John Walker. He should he should have gone to jail for it. What I'm saying is there was some truth in the fact that. There were some people above him that probably should have also bear some responsibility. And what well, they yeah, did was they, they wiped their hands I mean, completely of it, right? And, but again, we that's don't life. Make, yeah, we that's don't make life. warriors. We we don't the military doesn't doesn't want warriors, they want gladiators. And what happens yeah. to gladiators at the end? Yeah, of course. I mean, and, and that's and that's the point here. And, and and if you think about it, it's the same thing they're kind of doing with the refugees, right? It's like, well, we're just gonna we're mm-hmm. we're back in power now. We're gonna we're just gonna do this thing, and you know what? They can't stop us. So we don't need you here anymore. We don't have to be conciliatory. Exactly. You need to go back where you were. I mean, this is some big go back where you from come from energy. It's, it's, and I was like twitchy all over the place. And this is why it's difficult. Like, okay, I don't necessarily agree with the decisions that Carly is making, but I but that's just because I think in bigger terms of consolidation of power than this child does. Um, and also I've had better mentors and she's had none. She's a fictional character is not real. Like that's all. I'm talking about the people who write her smarty pants. 
we gonna fight, D Palm. I'm just get vaccinated. And I'm coming. I'm coming to see you, sir. Coming to see you. No, okay. But anyway, back to my point. Before Mister, I'm just too good for a villain agenda. Decided he needed to say something because he just can. I really feel like with the world that they've built for the MCU, I think they've done a lot of the ground building for what it looks like to be in a world with these people through Carly's character. And um, I think that it's resonating with a lot of people because in the real world, we've caught up to where these comics were, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many states, how many countries have gone back now and say they're revoking residency because according to their determination, it's safe for people to return to areas that they had to flee, even though those areas are still scooping up people and motherfuckers is going missing. Oh, but there's not open bombs being dropped by, you know, us. So you can go home now. Uh, but with the way that they've presented it and drawn it into the world of the MCU, I think they've done such an excellent job. It's slightly why I'm resentful for how subtle they decided to play the notes with the race, the narrative that had to do with race equity uh, in America. I feel like they got a little global and that broad spectrum view cost me some time that I felt should have been spent on the ground, given that the color of authority that this man was running around in doesn't is in fact has America in the damn name. But um, I also think it speaks kind of more to how right Sam was. And I have to say this again, how right Deepom was. Uh, he make me sick sometime, man. About the journey that Sam had to go on to before he could process not only through um, what's what Steve really meant when he said it's got to be you, but how he wanted to do it. It's like Steve picked Sam because he needed him to be the Captain America that he had started to be, to continue the legacy of that shield being what America needed, not what the military and the government wanted. Uh, and I thought this was, I thought they did a really, really good job of taking him on a journey with a little bit of, you know, side buddy comedy light uh, to get yeah, because it's what they do to get us to the yeah, point to where smile. I love it to get us to the point to where he can have that conversation on the pier. And I'm so happy they had him have it with his sister. Right. 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 I think it was I think it was good. Well, I think it was also a good thing. Again, this episode does. It, it's such a weird penultimate episode because usually you're kind of and, and we did get the build up. We got it there. But there's also just a lot of really good dialogue and subtle stuff like the, the conversation with the sister the conversation that he had the idea that sam's idea here is to fix it, call on the favors that his family's had and bring the community together to work together right this is exactly you know what you need he could have picked up the phone called in and said you owe my parents uh, you know money and favors you need to come here right now Instead, oh, see, it was, he's still black come on now but but, 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 what I'm, but the reason why i say that is, is it goes back again to the differences between, and again, at a, she's doing it at a larger scale, him and Carly, right? Carly is trying to take that by force. When you try to take something by force, you're going to end up being, having to match and equal the force, and it's never going to be enough, right? Oh, like the moment in the park where she says, didn't you know that we're criminals? Right. And she, the, comfor, the comfortableness that she has acquired annoys the shit out of me, and because I feel like... Oh. But, I, I, so, I, I'll, why do you think, why, why does it annoy you? No... No, 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 no. Because I really wish we got to see more of the people who were in her inner circle. I wish they were showing 
Yes, Deepon. That's not the story. You're no, 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 no. No, that's not what I mean. I'm not saying that we should shift it and have gotten a whole roundtable moment. I just mean that you start to get these subtle, subtle flares of what are going on. And I just, I really feel like they made a complex, complicated character. They also made that character a woman. And some of the beats they have this woman doing are not they don't they don't fit they're not they're they fall a little out of hand of hand and glove for me and that's so, all i meant and, and I, I hear you on that so my thing i look at it a little different right and i i i see it as she doesn't have anybody in her corner okay right because her the the woman that was in her corner died so literally all she has now are a bunch of followers there is nobody else there like she they when she mentioned that they were on the streets of uh, madripoor like we saw what that looks like right mm -hmm. so what are so when you're brought up there who else is in your corner and i think that's the thing so now what you have here and, and i think that's what we we, we saw with sam right when sam was starting to a little bit get to her because nobody's had that conversation with her nobody sat down and tried to talk to her john's first thing was coming in and have a fight everyone everyone's already kind of marked them and her group as the Flag Smashers as terrorists when they're literally just trying to fight for their survival. So at this point, when you haven't been heard and there's nobody trying to have that conversation, the next steps are, well, the only time people need to listen to me is when I do with violence. Golly gee, you can be interested in justice or we can just get it even. It's funny how that works. I don't know why anybody would think that you could end up in a position where you're like, you don't want to listen to me? Okay, I'm going to take my shit. And if you die in the taking, okay. No, no, and I, that, yeah, I agree with that. And, and yeah. uh, what? No, I said I, I, I agree. I agree. That's how she's, she, we've come to this point. Yeah, I just, I just wish maybe it's because of the moment that they gave between Sam and Carly was going so well. I, I that's, wish that's, before, that's what I'm saying. That's the power of good storytelling because they've shown you exactly what radicalized her. In the moment she was trusting Sam, he was immediately betrayed and thought that John was working with her. Whether we know the truth or not, from her seat, that's the moment. I think that it wasn't so much that she thought he betrayed her. I don't think, I really don't think that she, I, okay, a lack of lexicon doesn't mean that that's what you mean by it. I think that that moment is the moment, but I think it's because she realizes, at least from her point of view, even the people who want to help her, for the only record, want to help her on, yes. The words on the page aren't the words on the page, for the record. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You said, that's, that, that, okay. She said, he says, she says out loud, you betrayed me. I said, I said, I don't think there are lots of ways to end up betrayed by somebody, somebody. Okay. And I just, I think it's, it's a little too simplistic to just put it down to the, oh, that's, you know what I mean? Because there's, there were more than one conversation about what happened in that room. And she made judgment calls but that. I was saying that was speaking to the power of that moment before John. Agreed. That's agree what, that's what i was okay, saying the, so we're not exactly it, saying the same thing we just like to argue at this point in our lives th this was the, this was the culmination <laughs> of that narrative like that's why that's why that speech was so well acted because the fallout had to be so big from that but but i also want to point out too that we also know this is not the first time right i think that i i think that to row to that, your point yeah, yeah. to your point row i think that the you're right. If that had been the first time, I think somebody had actually kind of said that they were going to do something to betray her. But then we had heard before that that wasn't right. She had tried to she had tried to ask for help to get the medicine she needs. She had tried all these other things, and at every time, people have let her down. 
And I think that's right. what we're seeing now is the culmination of the, again, it's, 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 it's radicalization one-on-one, right? And that's why I've, I've kind of been to the point of, like, she's wrong here, although I understand how she got to this point. She's gotten to the point that she's radicalized to the point of, can she come back, right? No, I don't know anymore, because she's about to do something dumb. Well, no, but, but, but I, I, I wait, also wait, think... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But, but you're saying <laughs> so, she's about to do something dumb. We don't agree well, no, to disagree no, no, but about you're, a lot of stuff. You're, you're, but you're wait, minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before <laughs> we move on to what I just said, because I know what I just said was a hot-ass mess, I would like to kind of clean it up and get clear what I meant. I mean, I think it's also a little bit about when you're someone who's reached the point to where no way have you ever been served by the system and the one person who was extending a hand to you still believes even just a little that there is somehow some kind of hope in official channels. And and I think that is an amazing, I don't know if it's purposeful or if it's just one of those happy accidents when you have a black man say some shit uh, and, and, and it resonates with, people in a way different than what may be the intended purpose on paper, but it's the real purpose it can serve. How many times Sam says, I know people, let me call someone, let me try to help. Because it speaks to this this conceit that you never tried to do it right the first time, that you never tried to go through any channels, that you didn't do the tap dance or you didn't try to do the pretty before you got to the point to where you felt like the only thing you could do was speak the language they spoke to you when they told you no. And that's why I said, I am not necessarily against employing violence. I am against doing it the way the people hurt you do. And that's why I say she's about to do something consummately stupid. Right. And, and so my, and, and I think that's the thing that we, when we ever talk about this, this is where I think a lot of people miss a point is I think that's because she is radicalized at this point. And yes. Right. And, and so hold on. Right. Like right. Deepom said, and you said there were no other voices and people well, like well, to forget she ain't that old. Well, she's well, what? Well, she's not the early twenties. She's not the old, but also, again, I think we we we've established through maybe not directly, but indirectly, we've seen that she did try those other channels. She's been saying the entire time since the beginning we met her that they are not listening to us. It's not just me; they're not listening to any of the people. And so once, and that goes back to the idea of once she blew up that building after tying those people up, she's gone too far because once you do that, right? Once you cross that line, it's not saying that there again. There's levels of violence, right? If you burn down a target, right, with nobody in it, that's just a building, whatever. And just you, and, sure you hold on, lick out for right, hold on. Right, but like you, you've, you've kind of, you, you're like you're getting people's attention. Once you cross a line, though, into then purposely taking people's life, what happens then is, is twofold. One, you're going to have the, the, the clear thing we talk about all the time, but also, and I think this is the part where, where we, she has that, con- that conversation with Baltrack in, in, the, in, in the park, because we are criminals. Once you cross that line, though, you now have to realize the next time, because you're going to bring a lot of people to your, your cause, because you cross that line, the next time, you have to go even bigger. And you're constantly having or, to meet that. You're constantly having to raise that level and bring that violence up to one match the, the, the um, to, to one match the level of the people who are going to come back, who are going to react to that. Right. Cause one, right. she did that. They end up killing Lamar. Right. And then what, first of all, it brought Captain America and Lamar, uh, John Walker and, and Lamar after them. She ended up killing Lamar. Um, uh, 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 John kills her dude. So now it's like, all right, cool. That's that, 
all right, now we got to go farther. Like at some point, the the eye for the eye thing gets a little bit too far, and I think that's. But what even we're more to the point, it changes who you can have as partners in your business, who Absolutely. you can do business. Absolutely, and that's why. And, and that, that's the right. part where I think it's stupid. Look, I'm not ever. I don't think that she should have killed those people in the basement of that building. I understand why she wanted the appearance of it to happen if it had been me, but just because I'm a manipulative fuck, I'd have let everybody think I killed him for 48 hours and then I'd have released him somewhere without all their military armor and everything else with a big ass sign across him that says, I'm not like you. And that, but that's just me. And because I'm, again, I had better mentors about how you consolidate and take over power and keep it. But uh, I do understand why she got there and I do understand why it is. And I think this is one of those things that we kind of get really conceited about when we think about America. We can think in very non-gray terms about these things. What is right is right and what is wrong is wrong. Do I think she should have murdered those people? No. Do I understand why she felt like she should? Yes. There's another podcast saying the same things about John Walker right now. Okay. But am I saying that she shouldn't be punished? I'm saying like it comes down to Hold on, Do you like hold the on. people and what they're saying? No, no, it's not about the fact that I like Carly. It's about the fact of what we talked before. Redeem, has she reached, at that point, I don't think that she had gone too far to where she couldn't be brought to the realization of what in the hell she was doing in the path she was stepping on. And like Chris has now said, all of the things that follow after, that you can't step back. Like, that's what I mean when I say, when you can, you come back. Can you turn away? She has reached the point to where things have happened, to where it changes the nature of people who she has to get involved with, who she can do business with. She's not even thinking about the level at which they are going to require a certain amount of reciprocal use of her and her people. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where I say, this is where you're wrong. This is where you fell down a hole that you can't get out of. And now all your people are going to fall in it with you. That's what I'm talking about. It's not necessarily about like last best chance is one thing, but for this person doing this thing is another thing. And John Walker's actions and what he was doing and how he was behaving are not coming from the same places as Carly's. He was an arrogant, what? No, no, I was going to also, I would also, no, no, this is also another point of, it's also who you represented, right? It's a different thing right. when you're representing the arm of the U.S. government that's fully backed and things like that. It's another thing when you really feel like you're, you're a freedom. This is different between a radical, uh, what's more scary, a radicalized U.S. Army member or a freedom fighter, right? To me, U.S. Army military member who's still an active member of the military with all the might of the U.S. military behind it, right? That is the difference between the two of them. So, yes, people might be saying that, making the same argument with John Walker. It's coming from a different place, though, right? And, and so I think the, that is and, a subtle difference. And, yeah. And not just the place of where he's coming from, but from the place that they're coming from and the purpose they want him put to. So I'm not saying, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with the overreaching premise that, like, borders are a construct. And the world has gotten smaller because people have wanted to consolidate power and consolidation of power requires you to be able to define your territory. So people coming in and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we should be more about the care more about the people stuck in that territory than the territory itself. And I think that is a fundamental difference of argument. And John Walker only gave a shit about the territory and the authority given to him by the people who own it. Now, is Carly's movement getting corrupted? Yes. Absolutely. Is she leaving the people who believe in her? and believe in the rhetoric that she 
a spouse to stand for very vulnerable to a whole level of insidiousness that leads directly into, you know, Nazism and other such things? Absolutely. Do I think they're all irredeemable simply because she's gone too far? No. Oh, the people know. Like, I think, and I think that's the difference. I think that's the difference. I think that we, as a country, have defined and created certain things, and and it's been kind of crystallized in a way that's unavoidable by the way the EMCU is doing it. And I think that's one of the things that certain people resent about the show is because this is crystallized better than the conversation about race relations, diversity, and equity built around Sam. But I don't think so. I think they're kind of. I, I think it's a beautiful thing that they are requiring subtlety and leaving the room for conversation because it's not a comp- it's not a it's a very complex thing. But when it comes to what they're talking and they're showing about authoritarianism and militarization and and worldview and the macro, I think they're doing an excellent job. And I think the juxtaposition is exactly what Deepalm said it is. It's between Carly and John and who they represent and what's behind them. And I'm really enjoying that conversation. And quite frankly, if I had to pick a side that I'm behind, it's never going to be John Walker as, and it's, it's just not. I mean, um, unless, 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 unless he comes out with playing the star fangled man. Cause you know that, that no did bang though. That did kind of bang. Stop did, it. Did kind of, was kind of fire though. I'm the just saying, simple fact I'm that just saying, I know, I know white people think the fact that he had his upbringing was hard because he grew up in the assume assumption is as a minority in his town and community. And that somehow made his life equitably hard as that as a black man. But who said that? Oh, I almost got put. I got put in Twitter guys, jail like eight times. You guys, you guys stop you talking to these people. No yeah, one said right, that to either one of right, them. Right, right, right. My <laughs> mutes failed. I don't made listen, I, them. Hey. Don't talk to these people. I got to be honest here. I, I got to be honest I didn't here. Answer. The, the, I didn't answer. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, 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 didn't, I didn't answer. I just I, blocked I, it. I, I just I, was like, this is where y'all coming from? I thought it was just. I got. I thought it was. I thought it was amazing the way people are playing around and looking and seeing. And how the allegory is playing out for different people. I didn't engage. I just saw it. And I think it's really interesting. And I think it's valuable to have the conversation. That's all I'm saying. But I did make a mistake while I was watching the show. I put off a one-off tweet. And I muted it and let it go. And it got big enough to where my mute didn't work anymore. And my mentions ended up as a shamble. So I was scrolling through and reading the shit and texting my friends and sending screenshots. No. And like, if there was something interesting in there, I might have responded to it just because I thought it was an interesting point to talk about. But no, I didn't really like engage these people. Except, you know, one person called me a bitch. And then he going to find out that his social security don't work next week but um no i wasn't going to engage in these conversations but i do like to see the different ways that this allegory hits people so yeah i look at the stuff i look through the hashtag i'm not talking to people that aren't my friends but i have discovered that i had a couple folks who slid through whatever filtration system in my life is who are seriously on some diet nazi stuff and i did not know until the winter soldier because this show has people telling on themselves. I gotta be honest, man. The best thing that's ever happened to me is getting too busy at work. So now I literally cannot see any of this shit. I, I would have been in the same position you are. I am so glad my life is so much easier not seeing that shit. It just is. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, I just, it, that, I, that, I actively out, don't care about anyone's opinion but my own. That, I, that came out of a conversation with someone who I talk about this stuff because we like to talk, um, comics and fandom and it was slightly unexpected and i was like you know that's a whole lot of diet nazi shit you flying out there right and 
what the hell? Where is this coming from? And when, and when we got into the conversation and, and we were talking, I was like, you making it. I was like, you know, we're not going to be friends when this is over, right? And he's like, yeah, I figured that out about five minutes ago. I'm like, all right. Because you all ask white supremacist, bro. Yeah, I think I th- you out here on some. Oh, you're one of the spe- you're one of the good ones. Shit, right but, now. But I think that's it was I, I think fucking that's, weird. But I think that's one of the the things that makes um the humanization of of John Walker up front so good is yeah. that it made people it, it, one it, it one one well one it it obviously makes the people that sh- you know should reveal themselves reveal themselves. Um, but two, it also makes us fall a little bit. You know, it, it's one of the things we just we, we said it before when we saw when we first saw him show up with that no chin and badly fitting suit. We both were all, we were all were like, ah, this motherfucker can't wait for him to fall. And then episode two comes in, we're like, oh man, that fucking intro fucking slaps. And god damn it, he's fucking competent with the shield, and he's almost likable. But then you start getting the ideas of like, oh no, I know this douchebag. I know yeah, this we guy. know this dude. right. We know this mm-hmm. dude. We know this dude. And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes it so good is that. You're seeing that, and like you said, I like the gray areas that you have in some of these things, and knowing what the line is on some of these things, you know, and things like that. So, um, did, last did, thing, did, go ahead. can I ask a question? Sure. Y'all know that was Kurt Russell's kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't know that? I had no fucking clue. Yeah. 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 And now the whole <laughs> ego shows up. Now I need ego to show up, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell did did good. Wyatt Russell is one hell. He is a damn good actor. Yeah, yeah. So because him, him spray painting that shield was like he's coming with his own shield. Oh, this motherfucker done lost it. No, Great. It's so like, the, it's like man, that was fantastic. This motherfucker's lost. He's gone to his mind. Also, we got to address the fact that oh, God damn it, damn it, Sharon. <laughs> Told you. I was rooting for you, Sharon. I was I rooting you. for you. I don't know if she's a power broker. She's definitely working God, for them because, like, right? She's. Well, here's the thing. I'm wondering. I'm like, is it? Is the power broker one person? No, no. She paid. No. She paid Bartok to get him out of jail. Yeah, and she yeah, paid him yeah. double to take the job with the watchdogs so yeah. that she could track down her serum. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Like you're it's right. about to be. This fight's about to be fucking awesome. Yeah, you're right. That, you're yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I like. I almost heard from my house the giddiness of D Palm as yeah. some of this shit went across. Yeah. When, when Sharon was like, "Watch your tone, French motherfucker." Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. that's the power. Broker. Yeah, I was like, she's like, are you done? I was, I was like, are you done? Power metal management. That's not the power broker's other hand. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah, man, I looked at. I was looking at my TV like, like Obi Wan looked at a burning. Uh, Anakin going like, you were the chosen one, Sharon. I believed in you. More female antagonist. No, no, we do. Hey, listen, listen. listen. I'm all for it. Like it. I'm all for it. I love full heel. No, I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, God damn it. You know, it's like. Ah, man. Well, this also brings up the thing of, uh, and I I do want to write this up because we do need to talk about Invincible, but um, I I did want to bring this up because if you're going down the Contessa route, no no matter where we go, right? We go the Matter and Hydra route, we go the Leviathan route, right? What this is, (laughs) well, what this this brings up here is a a theme I brought up also in WandaVision where you having a bunch of people that feel like some kind of way about superheroes and this leaves a, and and again, if you were, if, if the world kind of, and lost half half of the people for five years. What else sprung up in that five years? What else got reimagined? What else reemerged? What came in? What what filled in 
the power the the the, the power vacuums that that yes, were caused yes, by that, Chris. right? I'm just bigger than that. We've got a gap between first uh, first Avenger and Captain Marvel. No, 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 no. You're right. No, no. I'm, I'm saying they've been chasing this serum. They've been chasing the next superhero for a long time. No, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like and and, and so what I, I meant by that, right? I meant that. Not saying this is a new organization, but something like you said that's been around since the beginning. I would say in those five years, what advanced does he? Exactly right. Now that you don't have something there to you know to stop it, it now reemerges. So that's what I'm looking at now. Going like, oh boy, we got we got we got a lot of things we can deal with here. So um, I mean, it was Sharon, when given Sharon's job, she would have known about some of these things. So the blip happened. If she's still here. She's eminently pro- well placed and well versed to step into a power vacuum. No, yeah, no, I know, I agree. I love I'm, it. I'm saying, I fucking just... love it. And even if she did it because somehow cockeyed idea of I'll do this as like my own independent undercover as a way to prove I should get back in. Um, I'm pretty sure Onan and Monet started to feel real good. Oh no, it, oh no, she. If that was the start, this is the finish. But, it's not where it ended. I tell you that right. But now. no, she already, no. she already told. But, but she already told us. She already told us when she said that she she got yeah. she got disillusioned yeah. with this idea of what it is because she was left on you know while Steve and them were running around doing their yeah, own thing. They left her on pause. So like, there's a perfect. I mean, if that's not a it's not a, it's not a villain origin story, I don't know what is. Right. Right. No. It's like. But see, this is the thing. Like, this is this is why I kind of got huffy before with the 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 tweet that uh, Deepon felt he needed to tag me in about villains and redemption arcs, I absolutely love an unconflicted villain. And if we don't have one yet, and if Sharon turns out to be the true Cruella motherfucking devil of it all, (laughs) y'all are not ready for the level of why I was so giddy because the fights already fucking started. It is gonna be amazing, but like when that whole ass room went dark. Mm-hmm. Why are your emergency lights red? If you're designing a room, don't make the emergency lights red. It makes it seem sinister. I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I watch horror movies. I thought it was glorious, but yeah, no. I think everything that you're saying, Chris, is great. Um, I I I deeply appreciate the perspective each of you have, even when I want to get on an airplane and punch y'all. Uh. That's fair. But I, I I I I really wish we had had one more episode before episode four. But I think I might just be being greedy. I'm about to say thank you. Okay. I'll let you get there on your own. Let's not talk about <laughs> Like, if I say it, I get cussed out. If she says it, we're cool. Let's see if she gets it. Yeah, I just, no, I, I think it's the places, I I think it's where they left the space, like you were talking about. Like, they, this has really been something that's been going on for a long time. And, you know, they've been chasing this serum for a long time. And now you've got this opportunity for them to show you what happens. And, you know, and I love what you like. Or, the or maybe that's part of Eli's backstory for Young Avengers. Like, that's the thing is what they've done here. They've left the space to tell more stories that overlap with the same period. But the whole conversation that he had with Isaiah and now the fact that he's still going to make affirmative te- steps, I think it's going to create a whole new way for them to bring Eli in with the Young Avengers and all of these things that I think are marvelous. But this is it's like the little itty bitty things that they do to create space for conversation. 
Um, and I think that they have created an, a significant number of new places for people to meet each other, to talk about things. And um, it's, it's fun. It's even when I end up in a conversation that the end of which I realize this is not someone I may have to disassociate from this person because I'm not too sure that they don't have a hood and or SS uniform somewhere and in you their house. Count Rachel Radar if it got that close. You need to. Uh, no, no, I, I know how they got that close. It's fine. I already fixed the problem. Okay. But um, but like and but on God, you have to be you have to be real about the fact that a lot of things that we kind of have been excusing as just like it, it what's up with you or the way that like the different kinds of bubbles that people live in i am really enjoying the way that they have created space for people to have different kinds of conversations i'm never going to be mad at a show that's supposed to just be fun and amazing and have some real life allegory and references that got people out here showing they slip that makes my life easy thank you for letting me know who I need to block. I know we gotta go to Invincible. I just wanna say one last thing. I'm really glad Gina Serrano can't tell us how much she's enjoying John Wall. <laughs> my, my, that's, that's my, that, that's my Captain America. I, 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 but, 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 but I will say, this will be the, this will be the thing that, that can get us going. Um, I'm glad you actually brought up Gina Carano because I was gonna mention that. Like overall, what Disney Plus has done with their show so far, I think we need to start, like, we should have been giving them credit and kudos, but, like, it's been an amazing job. One, it's what they've been doing with Star Wars and with Marvel now and expanding the universes that they've both created. Also, and I know some people are going to say, no, drop it all at once. The, the brilliance of going back to dropping once a week and knowing that the memes from your show each week keep that shit going each week because it's like the memes after every episode are just fucking fantastic and they We're keep still going getting new memes off ayo whooping people's hats that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying it's like you getting this and, and keeps keeps it going in there and it just it's leading up to your next story right and i think this has been the brilliance that we we knew was possible with them making these disney, disney plus shows but seeing it actually happen i think to me is one of the things going like i mean i know we said this could they were going to do this but like these motherfuckers are really doing it here. And, and I think that's the thing that I'm loving right now. And so, like, honestly, it's like the stories they're telling here with these, these characters and, and then bringing them closer and closer to how they tell stories with, the, with, with comics. I, I've just been loving it. So, all right, let's wrap this up. Um, make sure you guys subscribe. Super Tuesday Recap on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your and listen to your favorite podcasts. Um, we're ready. We're waiting for uh, to see what's in the box. We know what's in the box, but I can't wait to actually see what's in the box. Uh, I, I love the fact that they just they did it to us like that. Like I hate it, but I also love it. The fact that they made us wait to see the new the button scene. was red. He pushed it. It turned blue. I know. These motherfuckers are telling you what's I coming know, next. I know. I, I know. Them. I know. They. they, I broke, they man, they I, I showed my ass. I broke my remote. Uh, right, I was just like you. Bro. I, was, I was just. I was just like you, dirty motherfuckers. What? You what? dirty motherfucker. They know what they were doing. So. Um, I, no, I mean, I didn't do it out of anger. I actually stood I up. Was happy. I knew it was happy, but come on. Yeah, I'm like five remotes in. I'm not going to make it through this whole Disney, thing. I don't know what's going Disney, oh, Disney, Disney need to send me like a... Like I was going to send me a check, like a TV or something. Yeah, because this is... I mean, I, it's just like... It's just a dirty <laughs> thing. When, 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 when Bucky shows up with it first and we just sit there going, we all know what it is. I'm just like, you... Yeah. Oh, also, um, Bucky Homeboy Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two time, two time. Uh, he put two things on his ballot: returning Zemo 
and getting and getting oh one more favor and getting sand that suit yeah this is a, this but but also but also but also you know don't flirt with my sister yo no hold on yeah, yeah. okay so hold yeah. on now everyone like, this is my rule everyone gets one conversation <laughs> that, i don't want to hear a goddamn thing good bad or indifferent until someone's married or someone i'm just saying i don't want to hear about your problems I'm, 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 i don't want to hear that's in my friend's day too i'm just everyone I'm gets just, two conver- one conversation i don't want to hear shit. I just, i'm just saying the way look. the way the way sam and bucky look at each other and sam saw that shit and goes like not on no. my what not on my watch not on my watch not on my watch. Sarah's a grown ass woman. Let a bet Sarah better let Sarah be happy. Sam is a grown ass woman. Sam was like, she was like, she was like, Sarah was like, oh, you call yourself Bucky? I'm like, okay, I'm saying, you know. Look. Uh, where you look, Sarah, from, look, look over Put wow. that half smiling smirk. I done pushed Sam off that boat and told him to shut that hell up. Uh-uh. Sarah, do what you need to do with your life. Help him. I'm just saying. Just be there for Bucky. And guess what, Sam? Bucky's your friend. He's still a super soldier, so maybe don't try it. Right, 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 right. Right. Just because he's right-handed doesn't mean he doesn't know he still has the left (laughs) hand. Humanizing Bucky moments ever. Yeah, always great. Yeah, I am so with it. I love all of it. Y'all not gonna do it. (laughs) Plus, remember, he actually managed to get not only uh, back in good graces, he got his name back. He was White Wolf at the end. You let that man be happy. Sarah could be his reward. Y'all shut up. (laughs) gotta get that in there um i want to know the person did i did not objectify anyone by calling anyone a reward that was Roe. i don't want to hear it i'm sorry (laughs) Sorry, i'm sorry if the person who's picking their prizes sebastian fucking sam let me be a reward (laughs) all right folks make sure you guys subscribe we'll be back to talk about that final episode then we get a little bit of a break and then we'll be back actually no uh loki will be on premium so make sure you guys get premium if you love our discussions Make sure you get on premium. You're also going to miss um, us talking about Invincible. We're about to do it right now. So, uh, which is also another great show. So if you're if you're uh, once th- uh, this ends, if you have not caught up on Invincible uh, on Amazon Prime, do that too, and then join us on premium. So, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.